Hey, good evening, everyone. Hey, great to see you guys. Thanks for making the trip out tonight. I know it's cold, and um, we're just praying for God to do awesome stuff through your sacrifice and even getting here. But before we get started, why don't you take a second? Why don't you say hey to some of the people around you, and then we'll pray, and we'll get started in worship. Let's all, let's all pray together and then we'll get started. Um, God, we just thank you for the things that you've done this year, Lord, for, for the hard times that you've brought us through. God, just for your faithfulness. Just reminded of Philippians 1.6 that says, He who has started a work in you is faithful to complete it. And I know that there are people in here who are needing works to be completed, are needing situations to be resolved, Lord. And as we come to the end of a new year, may this next year be the best year yet, Lord. God, we just invite your Holy Spirit into this place afresh tonight. Would you open up our eyes? Would you shift our perception to be that that's needing Jesus, that's needing you, Lord? We don't want to sing. We don't want to stand here. We don't want to make a move without you, God. So would you come and do in our hearts and our lives what only you can do, God? May this be a night where we encounter you like never before. Lord, would you speak to us? Would you give us the discernment to understand, to listen, to act, God? Lord, we're looking forward to what you're going to do tonight. We're expectant, God, of, of a great work. So would you come and do what you do? It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're heaven's firm creation, His pride and adoration, treasures woven by His love. His careful hands they hold.
but by now they'd fall But you have never failed me For change to come, knowing the battles won. For you have never failed me yet. All your promises, your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness.
past year and to look forward to a new year um, it comes with new beginnings doesn't it a new year always seems to bring with it the opportunity uh, for new beginnings doesn't it me and my wife were um, talking in the kitchen uh, before coming here uh, tonight talking about some new things that we want to do this year, new beginnings uh, to put into practice, to, to change from uh, last year and to then uh, put into uh, to that, next, that next thing, uh, that practice for this year. New Year's resolutions, right? We all think about New Year's resolutions at this time of the year. New disciplines, uh, maybe getting out to the gym for the first time at the beginning of the year that may not last very long. Um, new times that we set aside for the Lord. New devotion time. New beginnings. I remember a new beginning in my life uh, not too long ago. We were transitioning from Mexico to, uh, to Colorado. Uh, we had moved to Mexico for, uh, to be missionaries, me and my family, and we were there for six years. We planted a church, and, uh, and it was now time to let that, that church go and to, uh, to let it go to a native pastor that had been discipled. And, and uh, so we, I handed it off to, to this, this, uh, this guy, Pastor Rafa. Some of you know who, who he is. And, um, and then now it was a new beginning to, to move to Colorado, 
to, uh, to begin again here. Uh, and and uh, what an exciting uh, step of faith in that process. New beginnings. Uh, I, think of, I think of Jay uh, this year. Just got married this year. Uh, he had to let go of his singleness. It's a rough one, isn't it? And he had to embrace, he had to begin this new life called marriage. A beautiful thing, new beginnings. Maybe some of you uh, lost a job after 15 years and now you had, uh, for some reason, God allowed change to come into your life this year. And now you have a new job. Uh, Maybe a new path in life that God's opened up for you. And uh, new beginnings. Let me read for you 2 Corinthians 5.17 where God speaks of a new beginning. A new beginning. And I think it's important for us to reflect on as we go into this new year. It says in verse 17, Therefore, if anyone, anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So if anyone is in Christ, in Jesus, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. We just sang that. Behold, all things have become new. That's good news, isn't it? We need to remember that we are new creations in Christ Jesus. The problem with a number of us is that we live with this inability to let the past go. We tend to live in the past. Some of you are reflecting on this past year too much and not looking forward to what's ahead. If there was anyone that could uh, be haunted by his past, it was the Apostle Paul, wasn't it? the chief persecutor of the early church, the Apostle Paul. He himself called himself the chief of sinners, right? He looked at himself and said, Lord, I'm the chief of sinners. I don't deserve any of your grace. Yet this is what the Apostle Paul wrote this in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, do not count yourself, count, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what's behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. Actually, Paul was, the Apostle Paul was the one that wrote that to the, uh, to the Corinthian church. Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new cre- creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Paul is the one that wrote that. So he understood something. That all of the all of that stuff of the past is gone. He's new. Some of us need to remember that tonight. What we understand through these these verses, through the message of the gospel, is that with every passing day, our sin, our wrongs, 
have been erased. I want you to remember that tomorrow when you wake up. I want you to remember that a week from now, two weeks from now, a year from now, that all of our wrongs, with every day, all of our wrongs and all of our sin have been erased. If you really look at it, every day is a new beginning, isn't it? If you really think about it, in Christ, every day is a new beginning because the old is gone. The wrongs of yesterday have been paid for through Christ's blood. In Him, in Jesus, we're made new. That's awesome news. Church, tonight, as we look forward to 2019, it's kind of weird to say that, 2019, 2019. I remember 2000. Y2K, it feels like yesterday. Let me encourage you as we look forward to this new year. Let go. Let go of regret. Some of you are holding on to regret things that you have made some huge mistakes. Let go of regret tonight. Let go of worry. There's enough worry. There's enough worry of its own. Let go of worry. The Bible tells us not to be anxious for anything. So let it go. Let go of the worry. Let go of the addiction. Some of you are being plagued with addiction. It's time to let it go and let God bring victory in that area of your life. Let go of doubt. God, I don't know if you're going to do this in my life. I don't know if you're going to be faithful enough to get me through this. I don't know if you're going to be the God that's going to be the the God of faithfulness. God, I doubt. Let go of doubt tonight. Let go of sexual sin tonight. It's been plaguing you. Day after day, week after week let it go. God's good enough. He's big enough. As you look to 2019, as you look forward, forgetting what's behind and pressing forward, trust the Lord tonight for that breakthrough. Let go of the old man. Let go of the old ways. Let go of the old nature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Listen to what Lamentation says. Lamentations 3.22 and 20 through 24. Through the Lord's mercies, we cannot, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Oh, there's a lot of hope in there, isn't there? Listen to the words that that God had for Israel and for us tonight as they looked back at the events in their lives as they were going through the wilderness. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, "Do Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. 
Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Speaking of God doing the impossible. Continuing on to verse 25, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. That's a promise from the Lord. Some of you here tonight are wallowing in that the past regret, the past mistakes. And I just want to encourage you to let it go. Believe the promises of God and let God. Let God define your future. Let God define this year. Let God, as you place your trust, as you place your your attention upon Him, as you abide in Him and you abide with Him, and He abides in you, let Him flourish your year this year. Let Him become everything that you depend upon. Let Him define your future. He says, I blot out your transgressions. I remember your sins no more. You're a new creation in me. Old things have passed away. All have become new. You see, as you read on in 2 Corinthians 5, we understand how that can be true. It says in verse 18, Now all things of God, now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. That means through Jesus Christ we are forgiven. Past, present, and future. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing our transgressions to them, and has committed us to the word of reconciliation. This means that we've been reconciled to himself. Now, the word reconciliation means that there was a debt, and then that debt had to be reconciled. It's, it's the idea of, uh, of, a, uh, of a scale being leveled. And the scale was very much like this. The debt was heavy. And through Christ, we've been reconciled. Our account is at zero. There's no debt. That's the beauty. Our debt, our sin has been paid for. We are free. Free men, free women. In Christ, we are free. And that is such good news. Yet the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? So as we continue to worship tonight, as we continue to worship, may we worship tonight with these truths in mind. May you stand there and purpose in your heart to walk in that this year, to not let the past pull you down and allow the truth of being a new creature in Christ Jesus to liberate us to live for Christ in such a way that will will bring him glory. Amen? Father, we just thank you. Lord, as we stand, as we begin to stand again and we begin to worship you, Lord, 
Lord, may you come and fill our hearts with desire, with passion to live out this in our hearts and our lives, Lord. Lord, we thank you that our, our debt is paid, that our past is gone. And Lord, we thank you for your word that says, forgetting what's behind, we press on toward the upward call of Christ. And Lord, we look to you. We look to the cross. We look to your altar. We look to the lamb that was slain, Lord, that gives us relationship with the Father and with you, Lord. We thank you for that. And we, we stand in that, that, um, that promise uh, tonight. And so, Lord, as we continue to worship, may we continue to bring you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue. Thank you. 
was talking uh, earlier about uh, 2 Corinthians 5. It's a beautiful progression in that little section of scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, starting with 17 to the end of the chapter. And this will just take a second as we go back into worship, but I just want to conclude with a thought, and then, and then we'll go back into some worship. And that is, God's speaking something in this, in this section. He's, he begins to tell us that uh, we're new creations in Christ Jesus, that the old is gone and the new has come. Then he tells us that Jesus is the reconciliation. He has made a way for us. He is, he is the propitiation, the payment for our sin. And so we have this moment of Jesus now becoming everything uh, so that we can be a new creation in Christ Jesus. And then, and then he goes on and he says, he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed us to the word of reconciliation. So he's calling then us into mission with him. He goes, I've given you reconciliation, and I have I've given you, I've ministered to you in reconciliation. Now I want you to go and I want you to now minister reconciliation. So he's calling us into mission with him. He's calling us into ministry. He's calling us into being a part of what he's all about. So as we begin this new year, that's my challenge for you, is to embrace the, the ministry that God is calling you to. And that is the ministry of reconciliation. So what does that mean? So, so just as Christ has reconciled us to himself through, through forgiveness of sin, we too are to minister in the same way. Forgiveness to others. Forgiveness to others as Christ has forgiven us that we would minister that to, to one another, that we would call people to that, to love, to forgive, to walk in that truth and call them to the one that forgives. The gospel. You see, God wants us in mission with him. He wants us not to just come to the church and go, oh God, this was so good. But he's saying, come with me into mission as we go out these doors tonight 2019 make it your mission to be on mission with God make it your mission to to preach the gospel to share love to to uh, encourage people to forgive because Christ has forgiven you and all of those things the last the last piece of this uh, of this section says this now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. We Im implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. He's, he's pleading with his audience. Be reconciled to God and, and begin to be on mission with God as, as we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. Verse 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. 
that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That's good news. And that's good news to share with the the world around us. To be ambassadors for Christ. The word ambassador means a person who who acts as a representative of. A person who acts as representative of. So if that's what God's calling us to, to be a representative of Christ, to to step into his stead and and to, to speak and to act on his behalf to the world. That's a big mission. That's that's a that's a big calling. Yet that's what he's calling us to. So my challenge as we end tonight, as we finish in worship, is to purpose in your heart, God, I'm gonna be on mission with you this year. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that ambassador that you want me to be. I'm gonna be careful with my attitude as I go home. I'm gonna be careful with my actions as I go to work. I'm gonna reflect you to the world, Lord. I'm gonna do that the best I can, Lord. Isn't that a great mission for us to walk in? Amen. As well, tonight we, we put together a, a devotion, uh, an, an a New Year's devotion for you guys. It's out at the pillars, out in the, the lobby. If you want one, you can take one home with you. Use it uh, however the Lord would want to use that in your life. But would you stand with me as we finish out in worship? Lord, we just thank you that you have loved us, that you've forgiven us, that the old is gone and the new has come, Lord, and we are, we are reconciled with you. And you've called us, Lord, into the ministry of reconciliation. You've called us into mission with you, Lord. You've given us a purpose. Now, Lord, would we purpose in our hearts as we finish out this time and as we look to this new year, Lord, to be ambassadors for you, to be those incredible representatives of your name. So, Lord, we lift up your name as we worship and bring you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And you came to my rescue and died. 
distance All the noise dies down Lord, speak to me now You have all my attention I will linger and listen I can't miss a thing Cause Lord, I know my heart wants more of you My heart wants something new So I, I surrender all Cause all I want is to live within your love Be undone by who you are Cause my desire is to know you into the wind cause I am desperate for a touch of
to the wind Cause I am desperate for a touch of heaven Just one touch of heaven Just one touch of heaven Changes Yeah.
just feel like the Lord's saying tonight, um, as we go into this new year, that for some of us in here, there has to be a change. That we have to take action in order to get where God wants us to be. That we've been trying to do it in our own strength for so many years, for so long, with no avail, with no progress. And just as we were singing that, that, that bridge, I opened up my heart to you to do what only you can, come and have your way. Like, I just felt like God was asking me the question of, do you really want that? Like, are you really willing to give me everything? Are you really willing to do whatever I tell you to do without asking questions? Without second guessing? Like, are we really open and willing for the Holy Spirit to come and do the miraculous in us? How many times have we come into this building not expectant, closed off of what God wants to do? And these nights should be no different than how we live our lives every day with the expectancy that God wants to do something incredible in us. That God's taking us on this journey to make us more like him. That when we have courage, when we take courage in his promises and who he's called us to be and what he's leading us to, that we we get to know him like we never have before. And so I just pray for you, I pray for myself, I pray for everyone in, in this building, in the church, in the world, that this would be a year that we encounter God like never before. This would be a year when we stop asking questions and when we just walk, when we do what he wants us to do. When we see the life change of our obedience. Because God's it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And throughout scripture, we see him moving in incredible and miraculous ways. We see, just as Pastor Sean was talking about, the life of Paul, the transformation that Paul went through, the sanctification process to make him so much more like God that he would write the majority of the New Testament. And that's, that's, what, that's the kind of life, the legacy that I want to live. So I just want to end with this bridge one more time. We're opening up our hearts going into this new year. We want to see God do whatever he wants to in and through us. That we're giving him permission. We're giving him all access for him to work through us. So let's sing. Open up my heart to you. I open up my heart to have your way in me now I open I open up the the prayer as we end tonight and we we look ahead 
Lord, that you would always be the thing that we're chasing after. It wouldn't be the desires of this world, the things that we want to fill our lives with, Lord, but it would be the endless pursuit of knowing you and loving you. God, and we pray that this year would be the best yet. Lord, that this would be a year filled with expectancy, filled with fervor, filled with joy. God, in seeing you do whatever you want to in and through us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. child care tonight or what but if there is can you go get your kids Um, we're gonna do we're gonna end with one more song
thanks again, guys, for being here. Can't really think of a better way to bring in the new year. I really am praying that this is the best one yet. So love you guys. Thanks again for being here. And uh, we'll see you back here Wednesday. <laughs>